Hi, and welcome to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty, and I love sharing with you the conversations I get to have with talented and passionate chefs. It's the backstory, if you will, to the food they're putting up. Today's chat is with Charlie Cheng. Charlie Cheng, great name, owns Shinbashi Yakiniku in Brisbane and in Melbourne. I went into the Ligon Street venue in Melbourne back in November 2018 when the restaurant reopened, and I wrote about it for Broadsheet. It had actually opened a year prior, but due to damage from a fire in a neighbouring restaurant, had to be closed and completely refitted. Yakiniku is a style of Japanese barbecue where guests cook over the coals at their table, and Shinbashi is particularly known for its high-quality Wagyu beef. I had a chat to Charlie on the phone because he's up in Brisbane. Again, as for all in the hospitality industry at this time, Charlie has the COVID-19 crisis on his mind. My thoughts are with all hospitality owners and workers at this time. Hi Charlie, it's Joe here. How are you? Good, good. How are you? So, um, so Kingsley said that you were keen to have a bit of a chat, maybe about what's going on, but um, I'd like to hear a bit more about you and your background in hospitality because I know that you've had a very successful restaurant in Brisbane for a long time and then opened um, Shimbashi down in Carlton and it's got been going really well. So where did it all start for you? Uh, okay, um, yeah, like... Um... I graduated and I had always had a passion for food. Mm. So um, I thought that, you know, I, I bring um, some of this Asian cup. This was back probably 15, 16 years ago. Okay. Yeah, so I decided to bring some Asian food into Australian mix. Back then, like, there wasn't too many Asian restaurants around. Mm. Um, yeah, so also I went overseas. I did apprenticeship for for several months, and then you know I, I I got the technique, and I came back. I did a um what we call a, a shabu shabu like a steamboat restaurant, Japanese like a steamboat yep. restaurant. And then we also at the time was we probably the uh the one of the first one first restaurant in Queensland to start selling wagyu back then. Really, so yeah, that was, yeah wow. Yeah, 15 years ago, like, Wagyu was, like, uh, probably not very well known in, although it's, like, created here, but it's not very well known domestically. Okay. So, yeah. uh, so how did you go about that? Was it hard to introduce that to the to the public, or was it, did they just love it so much they immediately jumped on it, or how did it go? No, I, I think they just love it so much. That, <laughs> yeah. You know, they, they just think, think, wow, this is amazing. Because, yeah. like, domestically, um, I, th- I, I think back then was all the Wagyu goes export. Mm. So very, very, very minimal amount left in, in the domestic market because there, there wasn't a market for it. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. and then we started, like, back then, back then like, you know, um, because we made a point of difference, Everyone was selling normal beef. We were selling Wagyu all through our menu. Mm. Yeah, although it's a bit more expensive, but then people appreciate like what they're getting is the un- uniqueness and the experience that you know makes it different. Yeah, right. So the steamboat restaurant. How are you? Because I know what you do now is sort of a barbecue style with the steamboat. What were you doing with Wagyu back then? Oh, we were slicing it, and um, you know. Um, Thing for the shabu shabu. Mm. Oh, we, we, 
with a stone with a shabu shabu restaurant with all also does like stone grill. Right. Yeah, so you have a hot stone and you come out like you have sizzling steak right in front of you and it's kind of steak. Yeah. Yeah. So, what in these restaurants? What's this is a really silly question, sorry, but what's the role of a chef in these restaurants? Because the diners are doing their own cooking, so pretty do, much. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the role of the chef, we're, we're like a uh, we're, we're like a QC, and we control the quality of the things that goes out. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, so um, I think. Normally, when people look at barbecue, oh, yeah, it's, well, you just get some beef, you cut up, you bring it to the table, customer cook, it, cook their own. But that's not the case. Like, for every cut of meat you buy, you need to know how to process it. Mm. You know, how to cut it a certain way to enjoy the best food for a customer, um, and what sort of seasoning. And, yeah, like, we're about, we're more about, like, presenting the, original state of this origin like the, the the material okay yeah and so what what is does wagyu beef need to be cut differently to normal beef well uh not really but it depends on what sort of style of cuisine like just say if you're going to a doing a uh, to a steakhouse it's all cutting steaks like chunks of meat mm. right um if you go to Korean barbecue, maybe uh, it's cutting a, like a fairly big portion where the customer sort of uses scissors to cut it mm. into finer pieces. Um, and with Japanese barbecue, we're more like dedicated, like, you know, each piece is one bite. Right. Yeah, so rarely you're seeing a Japanese barbecue where you, you need to use the scissors to cut the meat or... So every piece is done for you so you can enjoy the after grill and the one bite finish. Mm. So it's more like a, a, a delicate. And we, we don't really marinate the meat um, as well. So mm. we present it like it's more like light season, um, a bit of rock salt or sea salt. Um, sometimes we use uh, like a truffle salt for certain products. Um, yeah, so, so with that, it's more more about presenting the original state of the ingredient. Yeah, so it's really about enjoying the simplicity um, and the goodness of that flavour without doing too much to it, maybe just enhancing it with a bit of salt or seasoning. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, so we, we have to be extra selective on the products that we we produce, like, you know, some of the cuts of meat and how we present it and how much trim and that's very, uh, yeah, that's a lot of labour involved. Yeah, that's right. So is that, are they the kinds of things that you learned when you went, um, so where did you go to do your apprenticeship? Uh, I was in Taiwan. I'm oh. originally from Taiwan. Okay. And um, every year I go to Japan too, like, you know, to, to look at different ideas. Mm. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so so after I did my apprenticeship, I came back. Like everything else was more like a self-taught. Like, yeah, and you, you you learn these things as you go on. Yeah, and also the business side of it, I guess, about um how to bring in customers and what you know what customers like and so on. 
Is it different in Brisbane to Melbourne, do you think, now that you've got places in both <laughs> cities? Yeah, yeah, it's like um, a, a big big difference. I, I find Melbourne's are more like in a smaller groups. Mm. They're more like two to fours or sometimes five, six. Mm. Um, our Brisbane venue is a little bit bigger. Um, we hold, hold about 105 seatings. Um, normally we get bookings like 20, 30 people. So here, like we, we're more like family, like family restaurant. Like mm. People book a party for 30 people, 40 people. You know, like we take a lot of big bookings for, for the Brisbane side. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. But I like Melbourne because like, um, in Melbourne, if you do your own style, you don't have to copy others. Like because Melbourne is very cultural. Mm. So so um, so so if you have a uniqueness, then you I think you'll do okay over there. But you gotta keep improving. Yeah. So much competition. So, what are some of your unique points for um, Shimbashi? You've got the sake bar now, haven't you? Yes, yes. And also the barbecue. So, um, it's interesting that you're down there amongst all the Italian restaurants. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a uniqueness. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, <laughs> Definitely. Uh, yeah, um, when we look at the Melbourne market, first of all, like, you know, we... we uh, we started about five years ago, so we, we first look at Ligon Street. Back then, like, it was so busy on Ligon Street, and we thought, you know, maybe we can bring a good mix to the area. Mm. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, with the traffic, uh, recent years sort of died down a little bit. Yeah. But for us being there, I think we made a, like, a, a difference. So, so, um, when people sick sick of uh, you know eating Italian, they'll come to a Japanese store. So so we bring. I think I think we still bring a good mix. As more time goes on, like more new shops comes back on Lagoon Street, I think it'll get a lot busier again. Yeah, and so how is it for you at the moment in this current um, well crisis really? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, surviving. Yeah. yeah I, I think I think at the moment. Don't think about profiting. Like that's not gonna happen. Yeah. Okay. So so I think we we're, we're well prepared to to um to make sacrifices um to say you know to lose money for a bit. But it's a matter of how long you wanna you can stretch your business. Mm. So you can survive through these tough times. Yeah. I know I've spoken to um, a few other chefs just in this week and they're, you know, they're working on ways of perhaps um, doing things a bit differently, so delivering and so on, but yours isn't really a product that's deliverable, is it? Because um, the whole idea of it is to barbecue your own food, so yes. that, that might not really work for you. <laughs> no, so, so we, we start improvising like, yeah, different um, ways for our customer to enjoy uh, what we have here too. Like um, so, starting off probably uh, early next week, we'll have like um, uh, like a Shimbashi purchase menu okay. where customer can order the, the the meat and we we pack it for them so they can bring it home with them with our sauces. They can maybe grill on a pan or 
you know, um, I think, yeah, we, we, we're doing something about it too. Yeah. Um, That's yeah. a really good idea because I think even people have been saying that they've found it difficult to buy meat even buy because meat. Yeah, exactly. people are people are hoarding freezers now and um, <laughs> and stacking their freezers full of meat. So um, yeah. I think we probably yes. will look to hospitality venues for some of those things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but like, I, I think for, for me, for our Brisbane shop, uh, we've decided from next week, after next week, we'll, we'll take a break for three weeks. Okay. So close the shop for three weeks. It's a temporary uh, measure. Yeah. Yes, just a sort of it, like all the supermarket food is gone. Yeah, that's right. So, so people need to consume it. Consume it. That means everyone is prepared to to have a long battle. Yes. With this virus, like everyone's got food stack at home. Yeah. Since since that's the case, I I think it's best for us like to stay quiet during this time. Like you know. Yeah. You're gonna. I think the economy will hurt like very bad, but. If you want to be hurt, you might as well, like, you know, three, four weeks, get hurt, and you get it over with, maybe you'll come back up again. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but, if you know, I think it still um, depends on how the government uh, play in the situation, but if everyone starts still going out and there's more cases and all that, I, I think it's going to drag for, for a lot longer. Right. Yeah, it's really hard to know, isn't it? And what about your your suppliers? Because the chef that I spoke to yesterday was saying that obviously the farmers are going to get the trickle down effect, and many of them have already been affected by the bushfires. But then, yes. if there's diminished um, need for their product, that's going to affect them as well. Who are your um, who's your wagyu supplier? Is it? I would deal uh, closely with uh, one of those. Uh, Victoria Wagyu producer, right. Wagyu. Sure Wagyu, that's right. Yeah, so so we use a lot of Vicky's uh, product, and she's very, she's very very good. Like she looks after us, and I think uh, in the Wagyu market, I think it should be okay. Um, but in the long run, I think everyone will get hurt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but they, I think they they're okay because like we, our our. But ingredients are more like a, a mid, middle, high-end um, product. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And what about your Melbourne um, restaurant? Are you keeping that open for now? Yes, uh, we're keeping it open for now. Um, just just see a few more weeks and see how we go. Um, we're yeah. starting improvising a, like a purchase menu for our neighbors. Yeah. That, you know, if they really need something, nice. they can order from us. Okay. Um, and we see how we go because, like, I think too concerned about this uh, virus for business owners. The major one would be your your rental. Yes. Because that's that's a fixed income that you can't avoid. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So so that's one. The other one is your staff. Mm. You know how 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 many staff? Like you gotta go broke too, maybe. But how many staff is gonna go broke? Mm. No, no jobs or. How would they pay their rent? Mm. So, so we try to do as much as we can, you know, for everyone. Of course. And and just like you know, hang in there and see see how it plays out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all the best. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> yeah, feels I like mean, all the best for everyone. I, yeah. I think we just have to stay positive, but I think um, 
yeah, just, just hang there. I think things will get better because we're the front line. Hospitality is always been the front line of yeah. the economy. That's right. If the economy is down, like we're the first one to hit. Yeah. So I think I think we we will be the first one to recover too. Okay. Because people will emerge everyone, and yeah, and want to celebrate eat. and eat and go out again. Yeah, it's part of our social life. That's right. Too. So, given that hospitality often faces so many challenges, what is it about hospitality and being a chef and a you know a restaurant owner? What, what do you love about it? What keeps you doing it? I think it's more about the passion. Mm. I think it's it's always about the passion. Yeah. Hospitality. Um, in hospitality, like I think most owner would have that passion, like you know, to, to uh, um, either if it's in your customer service, you you're so happy to see people coming to you, and you think uh, is uh, you achieve something, or you see people like you know eating your food and they they feel happy, celebrating moments. Mm. Those type of, you, you make a lot of friends too. Yeah. But but it's definitely a hard 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 job. Yes. Yes. Mm. So if you don't have passion like there's no drive yeah. like, for you to keep going. I think that's where a lot of the restaurants fail. Mm. Because the owner they probably just invested and they don't know nothing about hospitality or they don't have the passion. Yeah, and you've invested your heart and soul into it, not just your money. <laughs> yeah, if you go to the shop, you can sort of feel, um, okay, uh, what's the taste of this um, maybe particular company? Mm. Like, you know, their, their style, their, um, what, like, you know, little things, like, you know, they serve you with um, napkins after food and all that. Like, it's all about the style. Mm. I, 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 I think customer can feel it. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Well, I do hope that um, things improve soon. But um, thank you so much, Charlie, for talking to me. <laughs> yeah, no worries. And um, no worries. and I look forward to going back into Shimbashi and um, and once this is all passed. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. We'll be there. We'll be there. Yes. Great. Okay. Thanks, Charlie. Thank you so much. Okay. Bye. Bye. See ya. Bye. You've been listening to Conversation with a Chef. I'm Jo Ritty, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you'd like to read the full transcript of the conversation, you can go to www.conversationwithachef.com or follow me on Instagram so you'll always be up to date with the latest conversation.